Rob, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hey, listen. This is my wife, Nancy. Hello, Nancy. Hello. It's her birthday. I want Drew to give her a say. Happy birthday, Nancy. That's what I want. I love Drew. All right, hold on for Drew, okay? Okay, wait. Nancy, come here. <laughs> come here. Dude, don't let Nancy down. What was your name again? Jeez. Oh, Nancy. Nancy. Your name's Nancy? Nancy's birthday. Your name is Nancy Birthday? No, it's Nancy. It's her birthday. So your name is Nancy Birthday. Mr. Birthday, what did you want to talk about today? No, I want you to tell Nancy happy birthday. I'm going to handle the phone right now. Hold on. Here. Hello. Hello. Hi. What would you like on your pizza? <laughs> Miss, what would you like on your pizza? Um, I don't want a pizza. Well, you called the pizza yeah, place. Yes, miss. What did you want on your pie? <laughs> Pepperoni. Okay. What what address am I delivering that to, please? <laughs> I'm not giving you my address. How am I going to bring you your pizza? Um, I'm not giving you my address over the phone. Well, how am I supposed to find where you live so I can bring you your pizza? I want to talk to you. I want to talk Pepperoni. Is this true? Nope. Oh, he yeah. wants his pizza, man. Pizza, dude. Listen, I listen to Drew every day. I love it. And I love it. Got uh, uh, Kevin in there. I love it. Love it. I love Kevin in here, too. And I love you, Robert. Really? Listen, I want a T-shirt or something. I want a Drew Robert T-shirt to wear around town to show everybody respect. Well, thank you. you know? Very nice of you. Huh? I listen to Drew every day, and I love it to death. Well, thank you, man. You're very, uh, you're a very sweet guy, Rob. Thank you. Is this true? No, hang on one second for him, okay? Okay. You do this again. I know you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you do. It's me. It's me, Rob. Drew, I love your show, man. You make my day. I'm like tired. I like like two o'clock. Two o'clock. I like all pop up and stuff, and I like. The rest of my day goes real easy because I listen to you. Thank you. I just listen to you as I work and work and work and work. I was like, yeah, I love Drew. <laughs> Is this true? And I, I love, like, like Jason, two time. I love it all. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate that very much. You're a super supporter, aren't you? Oh, man. I, I want a T-shirt. Okay. What, <laughs> what are you on? Nothing. I'm on Drew. Right. <laughs> he's on, he's on no, it's my wife's birthday. I want to get her orchards. I got her flowers. I got her card. I got her everything. I'm just, I'm in a good mood today. Good. I've been with my wife for 35 years, and I've loved her every day of the 35 years. Oh, oh man, that is so sweet, is dude. Is it true? But yeah, it's me, buddy. Are you? Oh, a, you. <laughs> you're not related to Nard by any chance on the Billy Madison show, are you? Oh, no, no, I'm not the glue. <laughs> I'm not the glue at all. Not the glue. <laughs> Definitely not the glue. All right. So, so my glue is my my wife. <laughs> so what can I? Uh, uh, wait, wait. Hello, Nancy. Hello. Hey. Okay. She's right here. <laughs> hey, Nancy. What uh, what is it that I can do for your wife's birthday to make you uh, to make you happy today? But I love I love your energy. I don't know. Talking to you made my goddamn day. I got my hair stand up my hands. <laughs> it's just you, every day I listen to you. Thank you make. You make my life better. Well, I mean, you. Uh, you make my life go on oh, oh, after. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, when, Let's watch him out there, uh, Robert. Whoa. We're on the radio. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you used to say you dumb dick. 
Right, not the S word. Uh, Seth, a uh, question from my man Rob over here. Rob, would you be open to sharing your wife with Drew on her birthday today? <laughs> uh, let's see. Does he have 50 pennies? <laughs> <laughs> How about two quarters? <laughs> two quarters? I don't know. 50 dimes? <laughs> $5. I don't know about that. All right, I'll give you five bucks for your wife. How about that? <laughs> okay, buy one, get one free. BOGO. <laughs> Rob, you're awesome, dude. Let's give this guy something. Man, what? Dude, what? dude, you make my day. Thank, I, I swear to God. Thank you. You guys uh, you guys like uh, Sublime with Rum or you like Billy Idol? What uh, what music do you like? Uh, Billy Idol be good. All right, let's send you to Billy Idol at the Ruth Eckert Hall on Thursday, September 24th, uh, courtesy of me for your wife's birthday. How about that? Is this true? Yeah, it is. Hey, that'd be good. Be good. You made my day. Be, why don't you like hey, my? I, I, listen, one thing I do want, I want an autograph picture from the set. From the set. Yeah, all y'all guys there. Oh, do you I mean, want an autograph picture from Seth? You mean from Seth? No, from the set. From Everybody the, from the Seth. What? Why don't you like my show? It sounds like you're not really into me or no, the show. The set. The, the, the set. I got an autograph picture from Green Eggers. Green a- let's, let's let the record reflect. You said Green Acres, right? No, I, I got an autograph from uh, Tom, all, everybody from Evergarden, all that. The autograph on my wall, I got some from Susan Lucci, right? I would love to have an autograph picture from y'all to hang on my wall. Can we circle back? What was the television program that you said you had an autograph picture from? Uh, Green Acres. Damn. And and all my children, Susan Lucci. I wouldn't get this. I wouldn't get this guy anything. I'm sorry. I would I would hang your stuff next to Green Acres. Hang. No, what you know what I do? I would hang your stuff above it. Above what? Green Acres. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm sorry. You have you have on your wall. You have, you have Susan Lucci, and you have what else? I got Green Acres. I got uh, uh, Ava Gabor, Tom Arnold, all them. Well, not Tom Arnold. Uh, off of Green Acres, right on my wall, I will hang them down, and I will put your thing above that. Number one. Well, I'm, I'm alarmed that you have what you said you have hanging on your wall, but... Uh... No, Tom, listen, Tom Lester, you know, with, with Ed, I outside him online. Sure. And he called me, and we talked on a phone. We talked on a phone. Right. And he sent me the old stuff from the 1970s. Yeah, went with conventions, whatever, that they, they hand-signed before, and he hand-signed his to me, to Robert Nancy. That's cool. Yep. All right. Uh, well, listen, thank you. Thank you very much for uh, for checking in with us. I'm going to give you those uh, I'm gonna give you those uh, tickets to go check out Billy Idol. Okay. You want my address? Oh, yeah. J- just hang on one second. I'm going to hook you up with promo. You, you- hey, can I still get an autographed picture? Of, uh, of me? Only if you promise to put it over Green Acres. I will put a bill on my TV. <laughs> All right. Hey, dude, I love you, man. Uh, you, love, you killer. You are too, Rob. Thank you so much. Hold, hold on one second for me, okay? Don't hang up. I won't. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to throw you on hold, okay, buddy? Okay. All right, hold on. I mean, you have no idea how flattering it is to be in the same company as Susan Lucci and Green Acres. I mean, I really arrived. First time he said Green Acres. I looked right at Kevin. Why? You know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know either. Shh.
Don't tell anybody, but this is the Drew Garabo live hidden track of the day. Suck it down. Taste it. We're going to talk to him again. We talked to him last, was it last offseason? It was right towards the end of the season, I believe. Yeah. The guy who has probably the most difficult job on Sunday, but the most appreciated job. He does it seamlessly. He brings you eight plus hours of NFL action without taking a break. We've instructed Soul Brother Kevin, the new member of the show, not to ask the bathroom question. I won't do it. As it has been asked several times and probably is asked on every single interview with this guy. So we're not going to do it this time. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now for the second time, Mr. Scott Hansen of the NFL Red Zone. Scott, it's great to hear from you again. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Drew, guys, good to be with you here today. Uh, I appreciate that that illustrious uh, introduction there. I need to live up to it now. Well, I think you'll have no problem doing that. We need to mention at the outset of this call, this preseason you have five, not four, but five free editions of NFL Red Zone, including this Thursday and Friday at 7.30 p.m. And you can follow Scott on Twitter, at Scott Hansen. That's H-A-N. S-O-N. Scott, what do you know about the Geno Smith situation? I saw you tweeting about it. Is this thinking unbelievable or what? I mean, it's just unbelievable uh, on a number of different fronts. One, is this not the most Jets thing ever? <laughs> I, mean, I have friends, dear friends who are Jets fans, live and die with them. And they're just like, when's the next thing going to happen? And how could it possibly trump all of the nonsense that has gone on uh, in, in, in seasons past? It does Look, seem like I every offseason you see something like this, for sure. Yeah, which, but, but, but this is a new one. This is a new one. We've had, we've had starting quarterbacks knocked out of, of early season from injuries during preseason games, even in preseason practices, to be taken off of, of the football field for six to ten weeks because of an alleged, and I'm going to call it alleged, and I'll do this tonight when I'm broadcasting live, sucker punch, because all we're hearing is the Jets' side of things, right? Right. Basically, they took a sixth-round linebacker and cut him, okay, and their, and their starting quarterback was involved in this fight or whatever you want to call it, and they're saying he was the one who was sucker punched. Okay, I'm just going to say alleged sucker punch that you cannot tell me didn't start from something that was on the field or something that was a history between these two guys. But I, I can't look at I can't indict either player. If the guy who threw the punch truly did come up and sucker punch him, not only is was he subjected to the discipline that the Jets gave him, which is he was cut apparently within an hour after after throwing the punch, but he could be subjected to to criminal charges if it was the way that that's being described sure but Gino you need to be you need to be a leader on that team and part of being a leader on that team is knowing your teammates knowing who has a short fuse knowing who can have something said to them knowing who you need to back off and not engaging the latest report I just heard was Gino apparently when they're jawing back and forth between these two guys Gino apparently got up and walked over to the guy and stuck his finger in his face. Yep. Mm. And that was the impetus, apparently, for the guy to uh, to, to swing and, and break his jaw. But just unbelievable at this stage of the season for this franchise to have it happen to them. 
no doubt. We are speaking with Scott Hansen of the NFL Red Zone. Five free editions, including this Thursday and Friday at 7.30 p.m. Contrast that, Scott, with what happened yesterday with Cam Newton. Obviously a guy who's yeah. very passionate about what he does, and he's got the red jersey on, so he's not supposed to be hit. But he gets a little fired up and gets into it with another player. It doesn't escalate past a little pushing and shoving, right? Exactly. That's a good observation, and it's and it's a good analogy to bring into play here because you're talking about a quarterback. Quarterbacks do not get into physical altercations at training camp. That's just like it's almost unheard of. Well, we captured the one yesterday on tape, and then we had uh, you know still photographs of it and whatnot. And the level to which the Cam Newton situation rose was uh, I I uh, I want to call him Newman. It's not Newman. It's uh, Newsom, I believe. Um, no, I'm blanking on it right now. But the defensive back, uh, Norman, that's his name. Yeah. Uh, ripped it, ripped Cam's helmet off. Cam ripped that guy's helmet off, and it stopped it there. Right. Right. There were not punches thrown. Any professional football player on an NFL roster is capable of breaking another man's jaw if he winds up and throws everything behind it. You cannot take it to that level. You have to have your emotions in check. And if you're a quarterback, you need to know you're the most valuable commodity on the field. You can't afford even to be getting your hands tangled up. And what if you break a, a pinky finger on your throwing hand? Right. That's going to cost you a month of the season. These guys can't get involved with that type of stuff. No. And, um, Yet another example of maturity with some of the younger quarterbacks in the league versus some of the older. No doubt about it. Speaking of quarterbacks, my favorite team, the New England Patriots, will be without the services of uh, Hunk Tom Brady for the first four games due to deflate gate. Was it a fair punishment doled out by the NFL or was it excessive? Scott Hansen of NFL Red Zone. Okay, you know where I stand on this one is, is this. Do I think that two pounds of PSI make a difference or was that egregious? I think you could argue that it's not that big of a deal. That being said, it's a rule. Tom Brady knew it was a rule and the evidence suggests, and I like Tom, I know him personally. I've played in his charity flag football game a few times, Uh, but the evidence strongly suggests he knew about it, and he was in on it. The fact, okay? that, the fact that you're yes, trying to hide something. Point, yeah. Wait, say it again, what? The fact that you're trying to hide something, even in, no matter how insignificant you think it, it may be, the fact that they went around all yep. of this to hide it means that it was wrong, and they knew it yep. was wrong. A Steelers, look, and, I'm a Steelers fan. Here's the deal. Uh, that's fine. I mean, look at I, I, I am not pro or anti <laughs> doing what they I, I respect what they have done in their franchise. However, here's what it leads to. If Tom was leaking footballs or telling his guys to, to, to deflate the footballs to his liking, knowing it was cheating and circumventing the rules, what else are they doing there? What else are they doing that we don't know about? And this is obviously the franchise that had the videotaping scandal. So what else are they doing? Because they're obviously one of, if not the best franchise in the NFL over the last 15 years. Okay. Right. So, did they do it based on coaching acumen and, and skill on the field and teamwork and all the other things that we as American sports fans want to believe our champions accomplish their, their goals on? Or were they, are they really good at, at coaching and playing, but they also cheat? That's where this lies. That's where the heart of this lies. So was the punishment too much? I could see fans saying that it was. However... You left yourself at the mercy of the league by by 
leaving the trail of breadcrumbs mm. that indicate, yeah, it was probably cheating that was going on there. So I don't know how it's going to play out. My guess is now with this federal judge um, strongly suggesting that they should settle, that two sides could, could meet, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets knocked down to two games. Mm. I would be surprised if it goes to zero games. If, if, if Brady skates without missing any time, I'd be surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised if it stays at, if it stays at four. I wouldn't be surprised if it got knocked down to two. Uh, we should know within a week or two how it's going to play out. Gotcha. We are speaking with Scott Hansen, host of NFL Red Zone, does an amazing job every Sunday. Let's keep with the theme of NFL quarterbacks, a city that you have ties to that you may very well be in right now. We certainly are in Tampa Bay, Florida, the first pick in the yes. NFL draft this year, Mr. Jameis Winston. How do you see him having an impact on the woeful Tampa Bay Buccaneers of last year? Yeah, well, I'm excited for the uh, sports fans there in Tampa and St. Petersburg in the surrounding areas. I keep a home there. I, I love Tampa. I used to work there in the in the media locally. Uh, look, you got to figure out the most important position on the field. They drafted the guy who was the most NFL-ready, by all scouts' accounts, quarterback coming into this year. Now, I have heard from different people that have been at practices that Jameis has struggled a bit, that he's a little too careless with the football. He's maybe a little overconfident in his skills, which are, which are pretty significant. Um, and, and then he's, and he's taking chances, throwing footballs into areas that he shouldn't. Mm. I think he's going to figure it out. I'm in the same camp with everyone else. You talk about quarterbacks in the NFL and maturation – Jameis needs to handle himself off the field impeccably, okay? Right. So far, so good since he, since the draft until now, pretty much so far, so good with Jameis. I think he'll eventually figure it out. I, based upon what I'm hearing out of training camp right now, I might temper my rookie season expectations down just a bit. That being said, I like Lovey a lot. I think he's the man to get it turned around there. I love Gerald McCoy. I love Levante David. I think they've got a couple of pieces on the offensive line. The receivers, if Safarian Jenkins can stay healthy and throw him into the pass-catching mix there, I think Vincent Jackson still has tread on the tire. Mike Evans is obviously a star. Doug Martin's got to jump back and or have a comeback-type season. I think they have pieces in place, especially in what's been a very weak NFC South, to make that leap and become a postseason team in the next year or two ready to siege the day we have scott hansen on the line with us host of nfl red zone you have a tremendous amount of nfl insight what about red zone what kind of new things can we look forward to seeing this year scott yeah we got a couple new uh you know when they say if it ain't broke right don't right. mess with it too much um we are tweaking some graphics packages that we're doing we have a new full screen graphic that will show you, let's say we have eight games going on simultaneously, we're going to put up a graphic that will show you the field position of every one of the eight oh, games. Cool. Kind of indicating to fans, yeah, it should be. If we, I haven't seen it yet myself in action. We're going to start messing with it in these uh, preseason shows that you've already uh, promoted starting Thursday night is the first one on NFL Red Zone. We have five preseason games, so we'll start playing with, with the new graphics package. But picture this, eight games going on. All right, why are we with the, the Falcons game right now? Well, the Falcons are on the 8-yard line, and the graphic will show you Falcons are on the 8, the Cowboys are on the 28, uh, everyone else is not even over the 50-yard line yet, giving you an indication as to how we're making our decisions to switch from one game to the next. That should be pretty fun. And then, obviously, it's still going to be the same seven hours, commercial-free, 
every touchdown from every game, oh. all the big moments as they happen, thrill ride that NFL fans have come to expect. I am salivating thinking about it. And like you said, if it ain't broke, <laughs> don't fix it. Uh, Soul Brother Kevin, a question for Scott Hansen, host of the NFL Red Zone. Yes, any plans to integrate fantasy scoring in the Red Zone? Well, yes and no, and, and, and here's why. I always point out statistical categories. This guy has this many yards right now. This guy right. has 200 yards passing, and we're at the half. This guy's going for his fourth touchdown uh, on the ground. The, the, the franchise record is four. I'll try and throw in those things, but when you say fantasy scoring, it's tough to do. We can utilize the NFL.com standardized fantasy scoring, right? A point for every 10 yards. But some people play in PPR leagues. Right. Some people play in uh, four-point touchdown leagues, not six-point. Some people uh, subtract more for fumbles and interceptions. So I can't just say uh, Mike Evans is having a monster day. He scored 38 fantasy points right now. Right. Well, okay. by whose scoring system? You see what I'm saying? So I have to... So I kind of have to stay in the realm of Mike, have, Mike Evans is having a monster day. He's got nine catches for 164 yards and two touchdowns. That works. So I, I hope that explains if we don't incorporate direct fantasy point totals, it's only because there are so many customized leagues out there, the points might not translate directly. That's a solid point. Scott, do you have your same crew back with you this year? Do you have the same personal chef who's going to prepare you meals that will leave you not necessary to go to the bathroom during the broadcast <laughs> this the year? Question. That is the question. You got, a good, you got a good memory, man. Yeah, so we've got uh, I have my chef. He's the first human being I see on a Sunday morning because I come in when it's pitch black dark out here in Los Angeles. I usually get in in between 5 and 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the chef cooks me a very salty breakfast, which uh, helps me. Uh, well, let's talk biology now. You guys want to go there? Everybody loves talking. When does Hanson take a leak? Uh, uh, you know, helps me retain water. I take one bottle of water. I drink that before our production meeting. I cut off my fluid intake about ninety minutes before showtime. My stage manager, Rhoda Gilmore, hands me a bought one bottle of water, and she says, Scott. I only want to see you sipping this for the next seven hours. I don't want to see this thing half gone in the first hour now because I'll need to take take the break. And, and as you all know, I try and last for the full seven hours without having to raise my hand and excuse myself. Wow. What a man. What a man. Why do I think, Scott, that you, that you have a fantasy football team named Salty Breakfast? A uh, fantasy football team named the Iron Bladders. <laughs> That's even better, and we're going to win a trivia question on that sometime. Is it really the Iron Bladders? Story. Um, I am the Iron Bladders. And unfortunately, I've lost in the stinking championship game the last two years. I, I uh, And I'm playing with nothing but heavyweights now. We have a an NFL Network uh, on-air talent league, they call it. So it's all people that you see on television, and, and so they know their stuff. Sure. Uh, in regular football and in fantasy football, and I've gone to the championship game two years in a row mm. and have lost in the in the championship game. It's frustrating. i got to get over the hump this year. Well, we believe in you. We're going to send you a little Drew Garabo live karma out your way, and this is your year to finally get over the hump. You are the man. We always enjoy spending time with you. We will watch you for seven-plus hours every single Sunday and this Thursday and Friday starting at 7.30 when there are five free editions of NFL Red Zone. Uh, we will check you out on Twitter, at Scott Hans. We always appreciate the time, Scott. It's great catching up with you. I look forward to seeing you every single Sunday because that will mean that football is back. Keep up the great work, will you? Yeah, 
Guys, thanks much for having me. Appreciate it. Enjoy the season. We'll see you on Sundays. Always a pleasure, Scott. Take it easy. Bye-bye. What a great dude, man. He's awesome. One bottle of water, a very salty breakfast, and what? Could you? We should try that as an experiment this football season. Like, start watching the games at about one, have one bottle of water, and see how long you can go without without going to the week. I'll tell you that I'm doing that. Yeah, but you really will be going. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nope, haven't gone to the bathroom yet. No, this I'm guy, good. This guy, Scott, has no excuse not to win his fantasy football league. Like, who would know more about everything that's going on? I thought the same thing, but then I thought his attention span is diverted so many times. Like, other guys might be able to watch one game and get a whole lot of insight. Right. This guy's got to watch every game, and he's got a producer in his ear going, okay, we're going to cut to the Chicago-Philadelphia game yeah. right now in three, two, one, cut. And everybody else, while he's doing that, they're picking up layers off the waiver wire and right. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so his Sundays are uh, are on lock. But, man, what a great dude that Scott Hansen is. Uh, great job setting that up. Geo. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.